Hello, how are you guys? Um, hi, <laughs> I'm recording on a Sunday. I'm probably gonna edit this and go ahead and upload it um, because I didn't get a chance to record earlier this week. Um, just a lot of stuff going on. We'll unpack that, we'll talk about it. And then, yeah, so, you know, lots to do, lots to talk about. Um, but before we get into all of that, I want to start by maybe having a little moment with you all, if it's okay with you. I am, I don't have any, like, Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. I don't have any, like, streaming services. I try to be kind of, like, unplugged, um as much as I can, although I don't know how good a job I do at that, but not having those streaming services kind of helps me temper the amount of screen time I have during a day, so um, my options left over are like reading, watching movies, and watching YouTube, and one of my favorite YouTubers is a channel called Supermoon Tarot, and I will link her below in the description. I think her YouTube channel is one of the best tarot channels I have come across. Um, all of her readings resonate with me in an insanely accurate way. And she is incredibly uplifting. Just a super sweet, light, bubbly, effervescent energy and I was watching one of her readings this morning and she um, sort of started the video by doing a guided meditation and I am not gonna do the exact same thing but I just wondered if I could like check in with you all and if we could like have a moment together to be present because I know <sighs> that there's a lot going on in the world in the universe in our hearts and our minds and if we could take a moment to kind of center and just be here be present and be together I think that could be a really wonderful thing for us to do and um, I think I would probably benefit from it too so um, if you're driving while you're listening to this do not close your eyes <laughs> Um, if you're walking, do not close your eyes. But if you're seated somewhere, whether it's on your commute or at your desk or in your bed like I am, um, or, you know, in a Starbucks somewhere, um, I would just like to ask you to close your eyes with me and do a little breathing. So let's just close your eyes and feel your body and the weight of your body on the chair that you're sitting on or on your bed or in your car if it's turned off and you're not driving. And just breathe in for a count of four.
and breathe out for a count of eight. You're gonna breathe in for a count of four, hold for four, and breathe out for a count of eight. Breathe in, lower your shoulders, unclench your jaw, and breathe out. Feel any tension in your body as you continue breathing in and out. Slowly start to melt and fade away. Maybe you can focus on your forehead right between your eyes on opening that third eye and getting in tune with your body and with the world around you and checking in as you scan down your body from your top of your head to your third eye to your throat chakra to your heart chakra to your gut, to your sacral chakra, at the base of your spine, all the way down to your toes and seeing how everything feels. Is there any tension anywhere, any emotion frozen in your body that you can Attempt to put a little bit of a blow dryer on and melt away just a little bit. Is there any color in and around your body? Do any of the emotions trapped, frozen in your body feel like they're wriggling loose? Do they have color? Do they have shape? What do they look like? And breathe in and out. And take a moment to just say some things quietly in your mind that you're grateful for and feel everything that's happening around you whether it's the firmness of your mattress pushing back up against you or the chair that you're sitting on. Maybe it's the sturdiness of the floor beneath you. And then just imagine a light within you. You can pick a color for your light if you want to. And just imagine that light going all the way down to the center of the earth and then that light is going to come back up to you. But along with it, we are gonna pull some of the solar energy from the core of the earth, that fire, that magma, and bring that bright orange energy back up through the different layers of the earth, through the earth's crust, through the soil and the dirt, and through the grass, and up through the concrete up through the floors of your home or your car or your commuter bus or wherever you are. 
right up through the floor, through the carpet, through the hardwood, up through into your room, into your car, into the space that you're in, and then into your body. And you feel a wash of warm, bright orange energy wash over you and bring you a sense of energy, a sense of strength, but also a sense of calm, knowing that you are rooted deeply to the earth and give thanks to the earth for providing you with this source of energy so that you do not have to exhaust your own and feel that radiate outside of your body to fill the room that you're in, to fill the city that you're in, and then to fill the entire world with a warm, bright orange light. And then breathe in and out. And you can open your eyes. And I hope that that felt really wonderful for you all. And thank you for letting me do that with you. And if you liked it, let me know and we can do it again. And with that, the sun has gone down outside my window and we will play the intro and then we will get into our tarot reading and talking about my week, your week and everything else that we need to cover. Welcome to Brat Life, a weekly podcast where we discuss everything from drama to trauma with a healthy dose of self-awareness. I'm your host, Cheyenne Perry. Whether you're on your commute, binging the show, or you're a first-time listener, I invite you to take this time to tune in and be a little bratty today. Alright, so we're back. So, um, before we get into our tarot reading, I'm just going to kind of give you guys an update on where I'm at, what I've been going through this week, um, and everything else. So, I am feeling very calm and balanced now, thanks to that little meditation we did together. Um, I've never really done anything like that, uh, quite, quite in that way before, so, um, that felt exciting to do, um, and yeah, so basically, let me start, um, (laughs) by recapping my week by starting last week with you, so last week, um, last Saturday specifically was a very busy day for me, um, I basically went from sun up to sundown with spending time with other people, and, um, I, it was a lot, (laughs) like, I think I'm an extrovert, but I'm not sure anymore, and we can get to that later, but, um, I, I don't know, like, I think I recharge around other people sometimes, and sometimes I, like, desperately feel like I need to be alone to recharge, and I guess that's, like, being an ambivert or something, I don't really know, a lot about what an ambivert, being an ambivert 
entails, but I feel like sometimes I need to be around other people to recharge. Sometimes I need to be alone to recharge. But either way, um, I find myself being friends with a lot of introverts, and so sometimes I feel like if I don't ask people to hang out, but like I would never see a lot of my friends, and that's okay. Um, I don't even know if that's fully true. It's just like a belief that I have. And so last Saturday, three people asked me to hang out and I didn't want to say no to any of them because I love all of those people so much and I wanted to spend time with all of them. Um, But I think I overextended myself a little bit because I went like straight from brunch to a coffee shop to hanging out with one friend. Um, to hanging out with another friend, and so it was just a lot and very draining, Um, but also something that happened on Saturday is I went with one of my friends to a sober bar that's here in town where I live, and basically (laughs) this sober bar has like influenced a lot of how my week has gone. So I had some kratom mocktails and if you don't know kratom is a plant it is like part of the coffee family um but it doesn't have any caffeine in it there's like different strains of kratom i'm definitely not an expert but um there's i think red and green and white and one is more like calming and can be used for like pain relief and one can be used kind of for like energizing some can be used for quote-unquote euphoria and so I went with the euphoria um type of kratom and I had a mocktail and I also had a latte and I felt phenomenally like within 10 minutes I felt almost high um but still like cognizant um and I didn't feel super like impaired in terms of my mind but I definitely like I mean I've had (laughs) I don't know if you're new to the channel but like if you've been listening for a while you know I am almost this month I will be um one year sober uh so yay for me but also um I have been high, you know, from opioids in the past, and it felt a lot like that to me. Um, I guess trigger warning, like, if you struggle with, um, substances, I don't know if this is difficult, uh, for you to hear, so take that with a, um, grain of salt, but, um, also, I I mean, everything felt shiny, I felt a little bit lightheaded, a little bit tipsy, everything was, like, a little bit swimmy, and I just felt very giggly, very shiny, and definitely euphoric, like within 10 minutes, and um, loved it. Like, it was great. (laughs) I felt great, Um, although when I was driving home afterwards, and mind you, there was like no protocol really at all. Like, they didn't ask for an ID. They didn't like say there was a serving size like suggestion or anything like that and I don't know if that's common or not because I've never like been to a bar like that before but um I definitely like was experiencing mood alterations so I don't know like I would have thought there would have been more like 
warnings associated with it. I don't know. But I felt great and was like, this is wonderful. I want this every day. Or spoiler alarm, I (laughs) wanted it every day for a reason. We'll circle back to that. So I drove home and was like on the way home a little bit like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't feel completely sober, which is interesting because like A, it was a sober bar. B, like at this point in my life, like I want to feel sober, um, which I think is a good thing, but also like I didn't. So I don't know if I should have been driving or like what, but um, just use your own, your own judgment um, there. Um, but then I woke up Sunday, felt okay. Um, definitely didn't feel really any residual impacts, although in retrospect, maybe I was still, um, a little bit experiencing the effects of the kratom, and then, um, I had, like, coffee with a friend, and I was just, like, moving very slowly, um, and then I had plans to kind of be in, like, a four-hour workshop, uh, with a bunch of people, And I noticed kind of like mid-afternoon, like 2 o'clock, I started feeling very irritable. Like very irritable. And (laughs) I like didn't want to be around these people. I was getting like really annoyed and like really no reason to be. But by Sunday evening, I was like absolutely so irritable. And I didn't really know why. And then come Monday, still, I was, like, so on edge, like, incredibly on edge. I had a terrible headache, like, absolutely terrible, like, felt like a migraine. I was a little bit nauseous, like, I just felt awful. My body felt weird. I just did not feel like myself. Um, And this continued through to Tuesday. And by Tuesday, I was like, what is going on with me? Because I'm very tuned into my body. I know, like, the second I'm getting sick, I, like, know I'm getting sick. I'm just very tuned into my body. I know what's going on with me, with my body, with my emotions. Even if I don't know, like, exactly why I feel an emotion, I at least can always pinpoint what the emotion is. Like, always. I'm an Enneagram 4, I'm a Cancer, I'm very, very, very tuned in to myself and my feelings, Um, and I normally know, like, what's going on and why within my body, but I didn't. I had no idea what was going on with me, genuinely, like, no clue, I just felt very unlike myself. I ended up working from home Wednesday and then taking, like, a mental health day that I had already had planned on Thursday. And I realized probably like around Wednesday that I just was like, wait a minute, let me look up like Kratom side effects. And I did, and I had every single one of them. It was like, some people can experience a very intense Kratom hangover. Um, and that was me. I got the golden ticket. I got like drew the short straw with that one because it said like apparently not a lot of people experience that effect um from kratom but some people can and um I don't know it was just so bizarre and apparently people that do tend to have 
bad side effects from kratom are alcoholics um and they're like more susceptible to like have issues with kratom also apparently it can exacerbate suicidal tendencies in alcoholics which like I am an alcoholic that already is like predisposed to suicidal tendencies so I just <laughs> really super 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 am not the target audience for this plant um but yeah so by Thursday I took the day off I went I got Botox by the way your girl is looking good I look like I'm 17 love that for me like frown lines never heard of them um <laughs> but then I um got Botox I went to therapy I went to um coffee shop with my um like one of my best friends moms that I'm super close with that she's like been in my life forever if you've ever like been listening to me for a long time it's my ex-fiance's mom I'm still very close um to his family <laughs> um like very close I am roommates with his sister um and hang out with his mom so I hung out with her it was wonderful it really fed my soul and then I wrote a lot I sat in the sun I had virgin Moscow mules I wrote a ton I read a little bit I listened to music it was just like my ideal restorative day and by Friday I felt like myself again and finally I'm feeling like sparkly and I just feel like myself and I feel normal again but it was like a four and a half day hangover from absolute Hades, like terrible, terrible. So my friend that I went to the bar with did not have that experience. She loved it. She was like very much vibing with Kratom. She bought some, took it home with her, has had no issues. But word to the wise, just do research before ingesting things into your body. Um, and then proceed with caution because had I known that it was so problematic, for alcoholics um, and people with addictive tendencies like myself, I would not have partaken, partook, partaken, partaken <laughs> in the kratom because I also felt myself um, getting a little bit like emotionally attached to the process and like thinking about kratom a lot and using it a lot um, throughout the course of the week, which I know is not healthy for me. So. You live and you learn. It's not a huge deal. Um, we just reset, get right back on track. Um, but just wanted to share that with you all because it really put me in a massive funk. Um, I've never in my life been that irritable. Like I've literally had less bad hangovers from like copious amounts of alcohol and opioids. So um, it just was really wild. And my body was like trying to um, work through a lot, but I think also the reason I told all of you that is because, um, coming up on my sobriety anniversary and everything else, um, I think this Kratom experience just kind of, like, opened some, um, not wounds, but not doors, I don't know what the word would be, but, like, just had me like thinking about some things and kind of gave me like a little bit of an existential crisis in regard to my sobriety and like what that means for me and what that means for my life. And basically I was in therapy and I was talking to my therapist about like, I feel like, I use the phrase like, 
a pool made out of saran wrap instead of cement. And basically, like, if anything sharp or pokey or pointy is to come around me, I just feel like I would absolutely, like, explode everywhere and create a giant mess. Um, and I think for me, that saran wrap, that, like, super flimsy, flexible, inconsistent, unreliable boundary that I've self-imposed for me in my life is my sobriety and basically the only reason I am sober is because I want to be what I consider to be like my version of a good person and if I ever wake up and don't care about being a good person um then I'm worried about what you know the consequences of those actions would be and what that would look like and like what you know, how chaotic that would be and the implications for the other people in my life. And I think these are probably like very normal things that addicts um, and people in recovery think about, but I also don't really have anyone in my life that's in recovery um, that I know of. And so it just feels kind of isolating sometimes and was kind of freaking me out, but, you know, I think I've just realized that all you can do is kind of like put one foot in front of the other and I can't worry about who I'm going to be, you know, five or ten years from now because five or ten years ago I had no idea I'd be where I am now and I'm very grateful to be where I am now. Um, And I think just experiencing the present as a gift is um, something that I'm trying to do and also I think on the flip side of that coin knowing that everything is present and everything is temporary and everything is fleeting and in like a quasi semi-nihilistic way that's really encouraging to me because even if you feel your very worst it's fleeting and I mean it's sad to think that when we feel our very best it's fleeting but I do think that the lows in life provide a really beautiful perspective to the highs and experiencing all of these things in tandem is really the gift of the human experience so I'm grateful for that and wanted to pass it on to you also before we get into the reading the only other thing I have is just like a personal update because I tell you all everything and that is just that like (laughs) y'all I have a crush, I have like quite a big crush on someone and I don't know what to like do with myself, I'm just like a fool, um, but I feel like every single time I'm like, nope, I'm not dating, like absolutely not, never heard of a man, I don't know what men are, um, (laughs) that always seems to be the time when someone like comes into my life that I'm like, ooh, wait hold on, (laughs) um, and I, yeah, so, I reconnected, like, through Facebook with someone that I went to college with, and we hung out, like, once in college, but we were not close, like, we didn't spend a ton of time together or anything like that, and I was in a relationship in college, and we went to, like, a lookout or something once, and at the time, my boyfriend got really mad, and I was, like, why are you mad? Like, we're just friends. (laughs) Um, and we were, but now I'm like, oh, I get why he was mad. (laughs) 
so that was my B, um, but yeah, we reconnected, and we've just been, like, talking a lot, and, um, you know, it's not anything, like, serious, because we're in different cities and different, like, phases right now, but it's just nice to, like, have him in my life in the capacity that he is in my life right now, because, um, he's super sweet and super creative and smart and kind and just warm, and I feel like he, like, smiles when he talks, and it just makes everybody, like, bask in his glow a little bit, and, uh, I am just kind of, like, mushy and a pile of, like, heart eyes over here, so, um, I won't keep you, but that's that on that, and I'll keep you guys updated as I do. No one asked for this, but no one asked for this podcast either, and you got it, so here you go. Um, I'm sweating because, um, I just am always sweating, um, but I'm gonna move you guys right here, and I'm going to shuffle our cards. I've already smudged them, and we'll kind of go from there. So I'm using my, um, Luminous Spirit Labyrinthos deck. Uh, yeah, it's the Labyrinthos Luminous Spirit Tarot Deck, the Prism Edition. It is absolutely beautiful. This was my first tarot deck I ever had, and, um, I love it. It's an OG. It is not, um, I don't think it's harsh. I don't think it's a harsh deck, but it is, um like, not concerned with offense. <laughs> so, we're gonna hear what we really need to hear today, and we're gonna hear that with love, so let's just actually, um, like, tap into that together, and just, like, take a moment, and be quiet, and ask Spirit to send us the message that we most need to hear. get through it. Oh man, y'all. Okay. <laughs> yikes. Oh, yikes. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's not doom and gloom. Like, we're gonna get through this. It's gonna be fine. We're getting a lot of cards, though. Like, popping out of the deck. that's all because I really can't like afford yeah very good I'm like that's enough it's enough it's too much <laughs> okay so let me just take a minute to like look at this because we have a lot going on immediately um yeah a lot give me one second okay so I am ready to give you your reading. Um, couple of things. So keep in mind, this is a general reading. 
Um, so this might not be for everyone that's listening. Um, keep in mind that tarot is not a crystal ball. Free will exists. We can change our fate. We can manifest dream realities. Um, if we don't like what we're told, we have the ability and the opportunity to change our fates, okay? So none of this is written in stone, but I have some pretty intense um, messages for y'all. Um, man, like, you guys are having a hard time. This week was hard for me, and it definitely was hard for you all too. I can see that very clearly. Um, lots of anxiety, trouble sleeping. Um, I think maybe some of you feel like the world is against you. Some of you feel, um, I think there's a spectrum of you here. So some of you are like, really like, this is some of the, like one of the worst weeks you've had in a while. And some of you just like aren't feeling top notch, like you're not feeling your best. Maybe you're a little under the weather, maybe you are like seasonally depressed, um, but we're gonna get into all of that. So what we have is the tower in reverse, nine of swords reversed, six of swords reversed, knight of swords reversed, the ace of wands in reverse, and the justice card, you guessed it, in reverse. <laughs> so, couple of things. First of all, the tower. The tower is like the scariest card in tarot. People think it's like the death card or the devil card. It's not. It's the tower. Um, anytime I see the tower, it's not great news. Um, nine of swords, not great news. Um, the nine of swords tells me that you all are having trouble sleeping. Maybe nightmares, maybe insomnia, um, but like there are things on your mind that are literally like you're losing sleep over. Um, and the tower in reverse basically tells me that like something really bad, I think, has just happened to at least one of you listening. Um, but honestly, just that like cosmically, like it's been a rough time. Like it's been a really hard week and maybe longer than a week um, for some of you. Maybe you feel like there's been this like rain clouds no it's not a rain cloud like it's a storm cloud like a tornado cloud over your head for a while now um and honestly i'm getting the number six so maybe for like the past like six months um or maybe since last june i really don't know take what resonates leave what doesn't but also with all this sword energy in reverse swords rule air um the air element so that's also like i'm getting the message from my guides that like you all need to physically like get some fresh air um get outside like i know it's like february was rough and like very gray very dull but we're in march now spring is just around the corner things are going to get lighter and I think when we have this Knight of Swords, the Ace of Wands, these are very, like, these people, the people, if you will, like, this Knight and the Ace, like, they are bright. Like, the energy is bright. They have lots of passion, lots of creativity, lots of ideas, and they're, like, galloping towards them. 
sometimes, though, when we have this Knight of Swords in reverse, like, there can be a lack of knowledge of consequences or, like, a lack of awareness. Um, so thinking about things as we continue through Mercury retrograde, we are not in the clear until March 10th, um, continue to be extremely diligent in your decision making. It is not time to let your guard down. Like, things might seem harder. Um, they are harder. With this justice card in reverse, this is also telling me that, like, I don't think the things that you're going through right now are meant to necessarily teach you a lesson. Like, I don't think they're karmic. I just think that they're unfair and they suck. And honestly, like, I don't think they're, like, happening for a reason. I just think they suck and, like, bad things are happening and it's not fair. And, like, yes, things will get easier, but, like, you have a little bit further to go in this darkness before it's going to lift and you're going to see the light. But, like, it will happen. I think with this um, Ace of Wands and the Knight of Swords, like, things are going to get better and you have the light within you just like we talked about at the beginning like you have that bright orange light in you and you can use it to like spread and share with others but you really have to just get through this period right now and it's gonna don't be scared and don't freak out but like it might get a little more difficult before it gets better but i do believe that it will get better because nothing is forever everything is temporary and i am going to draw one more card and it is the eight of pentacles in reverse yeah so you know it's just a lack of motivation but of course like you're not motivated <laughs> that wasn't like the most clarifying card but like of course you're not motivated like you might not want to do anything like you might just be like kind of in a hermit phase um, like the Hermit card in Tarot is just like minding your business, saying to yourself, that might help you to kind of like recharge. Like the word definitely is recharge. Like give yourself what you need. And if you don't know what you need, that's a great place to start. Figure that out. Um, because you really can't like serve your own needs or therefore the needs of others if you aren't aware of like what you need or what others need. Um, so definitely take permission to like take a step back care for yourself like deeply what do you need like not what should you do but like what do you feel like you need to do um what is going to make you feel your best like is that a night with people that love you a lot and will encourage and uplift you or is that like a night alone in a bubble bath with candles and a movie drinking hot cocoa in your bed you know do what you need to do. Give yourself permission to, like, take care of you. But also know that, like, the things you're going through, if nothing else, I hope this is validating, that, like, things really are that bad. Like, things really are hard. And you're handling it as best as you can. And nothing lasts forever. I promise it will get lighter. I promise the days will get longer. The sun comes up every morning. And we get through it one step at a time. So I hope that this resonates. I'm sorry if it does. <laughs> um, because it's not a very fun reading. But, you know, 
I told you guys, this deck doesn't play around. She gives it to us straight. And I'm sorry that things are so hard. I really am. And I'm sorry that things are so unfair because it's not fair. And you didn't do anything to deserve this. It's just sometimes we have harder hands dealt to us than others. But I know that you will get through it. I know that I will get through it. I know that it will be okay. So do not give up. Do not despair, sweet friend, because it will be fine. And with that, I am just going to talk about housekeeping things. So I have um, officially relaunched my Patreon. If you're interested in supporting the podcast monetarily, thank you. You can do that by clicking on the Patreon link in the show notes below, or you can go to patreon.com slash bratlifepod, I think. It's just patreon.com slash bratlife, never mind. Um, But I have some sweet, sweet patrons to thank. So my first tier is called Brat Babies, and I have Kay Overby, Kelly Meesum, Caitlin Keo, Madeline Chappelle, and Katie Gwynn. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for supporting the podcast. It means the world to me. You have no idea how much it helps. And then um, I have a boss bitch level patron, Kelly. Thank you so much. If you are um, a brat baby level patron, you get a name call out in every episode. If you are a young icon level patron, you get a name call out in every episode. You also get an invitation to my revamped exclusive Brat Life Patreon playlist on Spotify um, where I update it every week and you can just kind of listen to the music I'm listening to and see what I'm being inspired by. And then um, if you're a Boss Bitch level patron, you get all of that in addition to being able to listen to weekly episodes on a Wednesday rather than a Saturday. Um, In order for that to happen, I have to get my shit together, but that is a good thing for me to do. It will hold me accountable. Also, my um, highest tier is an Angels on Earth level patron. You get all of the previously mentioned bonuses in addition to a monthly personalized tarot reading from yours truly. So, um, if any of that sounds like fun to you, please consider joining. If you don't have it in the budget or you don't want to do it, that's also totally fine. If you can leave, I just wheezed. Did you hear that? Am I okay? I don't know. I just... (laughs) Um, if you want to support the podcast in another way, you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star one-sentence review, or you can tell everyone that you've ever met about it and help spread the word through word of mouth. It means the world to me, and I will love you forever and kiss you on the mouth. Um, if you want that, consent is very important, you know? So that is what I have for you all this week. I hope that you are able to take care of yourselves. I hope that you are able to love yourself and those around you. And I will talk to you next week. In the meantime, stay bratty.